Benarty Regeneration Action Group began as a grassroots organisation formed in 1988 to provide aid to those in what is known as the Benarty Basin in Central Fife who were particularly affected by the pit closures in the mid-1980s. Since then, it has evolved into a thriving charity still committed to its core principles of securing employment for the local community by assisting with all aspects of finding work while also providing help with social isolation, food poverty and skills training along with many other services. I'm speaking today with employability key workers Trevor Crombie and Gavin Harrower to learn more about what Bragg Enterprises offers for the people in Fife. My name is Michael McLaren and this is Down the Lane With. So hi Trevor and Gavin and thanks for coming along to the centre today. Hi there. Hi there, Michael. I can see from your website that Bragg is involved in many different areas, but could you possibly give a brief overview of how Bragg began and what it does? Bragg was set up over 30 years ago as a result of some of the mining communities needing some support in terms of them closing the, the pits in Fife around about Lahore, Belangri area. So they set up as a social enterprise to try and support the local communities kind of come together to kind of regenerate the area. So to go through some of the individual initiatives that Bragg are involved in, if we can start with the one that you actually wrote to us here at Linden Lane recently about, which was your No One Left Behind project, Bright Futures. Could you tell me about this project? Bright Futures is aimed at the age group 19 to 24, and it's basically set up to assist these people into their journey into employment, regardless of what stage they're at within that journey. So it could be that they're at the very beginning, and they're just looking to possibly think about employment but they're needing a bit of confidence or they're a wee bit unsure or uncertain so what we can do is we can speak to them get an idea of what they're looking for and work on their skills what they require for that so if it's a case where they need them a wee bit confidence we can put them on like the activity courses that we have or if they are quite confident but they've just not got the setup like a cv or interview skills we can help with that or if it's a case where they are quite, they're thinking, I'm, I'm ready for employment, but I'm not sure where to start to look. We can help them with job search, set them up on various sites to help them with this. Me and Trevor, we actually cover the Kirkcaldy area. And obviously, you know, it's well known that Linton Lane have a lot of access to the community in and around Kirkcaldy. So it was a case of, I thought it was a great place to go. I never realised that they did a podcast. I thought we would maybe just be bringing in leaflets to drop off. So this is a great kind of medium to try and reach some people out there and let them know what we could do to try and help them. On your website, your approach talks about fairly shared inclusive wealth creation being paramount to sustainable growth and goes on to describe the holistic support given by Bragg, including your community builder approach. Could you tell me about this community builder approach? I'm employed as an employability key worker, but I've known about Bragg for for numerous years and I think Bragg's kind of approach to how they go about their business and supporting people is to make sure that they include people for the ground up. I've been quite impressed with the way Bragg go about even the recruitment process. It's a wide range of people from all different backgrounds that kind of come together. It's a, a eclectic approach to even myself getting the job. I was quite surprised, but when I look at how the setup is at Bragg, they do get involved the communities. They do look to try and recruit from some of the volunteers that they've had coming on board through the different projects that they run. So it's not a closed shop. It's good to see people that have maybe come from a background where they haven't worked or they've got some kind of difficulties in terms of financial or they suffer from some mental health problems or things like that. It's quite a a supportive organisation to be kind of brought into. 
it certainly is. Just a brief history of myself. I have cerebral palsy, so I've got what they would be classed as a barrier to work, a disability. And Bragg as an organisation have been extremely supportive with myself regarding this. I've only been working for Bragg for six months now. I was 22 years in the hospitality trade before that. So it was very daunting to go from that kind of employment to being unemployed due to COVID, looking for a job. Done one job interview in my life before Bragg. Basically contacted Bragg, looked at the job advert, got supported through that, and here I am, working for Bragg Enterprises. So I've got first-hand experience of exactly how good they are and what they offer. During the pandemic, you ran an emergency food distribution programme called People's Pantry. Could you tell me about the success of this project and is it still operating? The People's Pantry has actually just been expanded again. You know, we, we had a van, we were going out doing the deliveries and leaving them at people's doors because obviously they couldn't come into the pantry themselves to pick up the food. It's got a lovely building in our Cross Hill offices. It's just been kind of made a bit bigger. There was various links in with different community groups, Baines of Bakers and various other local businesses that would contribute to it. It even went to Christmas time where the pantry went around and distributed food parcels that were Christmas orientated to make sure that people had good Christmas dinners. On the back of that as well, they had Santa going around with a van giving out selection boxes to the kids and things like that. So it's a very well-known resource in the Blockler Cross Hill area and it's a well-used facility as well. It's been up and running for a number of years now, so it's well established. Your project Square Start is aimed at offering full family support and covers a great deal of assistance that would be very helpful to families. Could you talk me through what this project involves? We had a history of providing family support in the Leave Mouth area. We were funded with Square Start, which started initially through the Leave Mouth area, and we had quite a bit of success with that. We linked in with various community organisations. We did therapeutic work in terms of some mindfulness training for some families, which helped. We obviously had the link-ins with employability team as well, so that holistic approach, people were able to kind of look after their own well-being. Once their own well-being was conquered and everybody was feeling a bit better, it then moved on to, well, how can I improve my life? Might look at looking into employment. So the Square Start workers would then put a referral into us, so we were able to help them look at their employability prospects. Again, there was volunteers that worked as part of that. Again, during the pandemic, we did some distributing in the Leaving Mouth area through Square Start. We also ran the Santa van at Christmas, which volunteers came on board and went around various local communities, meeting people in street corners, dishing out Christmas gifts to kids that were part of Square Start, but also people had referred them in and says, look, we may be struggling a wee bit here, it'd be nice to see Santa and get a gift for him, so we had organised that. Square Start's now working through in the west of Fife, the south and the west of Fife now, and they are running various kind of classes, cookery, they're linking in with outdoory stuff. They're also the same as what they've done in Leavemouth. If there's somebody that's looking to progress and look into employment, then they could get in direct contact with us. Same with CARF, it's one of our partners. So the citizen advice, we might be looking at some debt management or things like that, so we could quickly put in a referral to that and hopefully make sure that that alleviates some of the issues that might be going on for families. And I believe you also offer help for ex-offenders getting back into employment. Well, we have a specific worker that deals with ex-offenders, but that is dependent on the offender's conditions and licences, etc. There is certain criteria that we can't work with, but we would go through that with the person themselves, then they would be handed to the specific worker that deals with that. 
and then they'd be taken through the same process as any of our clients looking for employability support. I think what Trevor says is it's bang on. I think when it comes to ex-offenders, one of the biggest barriers is they're unsure uh, what they need to say when they're going to interviews or if they need to disclose any of their previous offences. So that could be discussed with our worker, Julie Wiesencraft, and she has a lot of resources at her hand and she's got a lot of experience in terms of writing out disclosures for people and when it's appropriate to disclose anybody's past offences. So it helps people settle and go, you know what, it's not insurmountable. That's what I would always say to people that have maybe had a bit of a criminal past. There's things that we could do and things that we could look at, but it's better for them to be open and have a conversation with Julie and she will support them through that. One of the pages on your site talks about the benefits of working, which may seem obvious to a lot of people, but do you find that many people are caught in the benefits trap or possibly have been out of work for so long that unemployment has just become a way of life and that they have given up? Most definitely. The culture of like, my dad wasn't working, my dad's dad wasn't working, we definitely see that. And I think the funding in terms of no one left behind is meant to be exactly that, no one left behind, so that we're reaching people that wouldn't normally go to the job centre and say, I'm wanting help. It's just using mediums like this that we wouldn't normally use in terms of coming to Linton Lane and doing the podcast to try and get the word out there that you know that we do want to try and assist people to make the first steps back into employment and if that means to address other issues at the same time, that holistic approach, then that's what we'll try and do. Certainly find if you are quite far away from the workplace, there is a few barriers in the way and then we'll look to work together to break those barriers down. And I think in experience, when you see things happening for you, that it spurs you on to do a wee, a wee bit more yourself. So it's just ticking the wee boxes, you know, so that if somebody says to you, I need a CV, and they see that the CV's done, they're like, oh, wow, that's that done. I'll maybe try and see if I could get a wee bit more help. And that kind of keeps on going and multiplies until hopefully we get them in a position that they're applying for jobs. I think one of the key things as well in terms of work is, I always say to clients that it's not just about getting the money. The money's a great thing, but it's the meeting friends, meeting people that aren't normally in your, your normal social circles, trying to better yourself. Also saying to them, you might have to take a job that's maybe not the greatest in the world, but when you're in a job, it's easier to get another job. And also when you're sitting around the table, maybe having your coffee break, somebody will say to them, oh, there's such and such places taking people on or such and such places looking for workers and it's more money. So if you're sitting in the house, you're not going to hear the conversations. So that's why it's important to kind of try and at least kind of reach out and get into work in the first place, because you will better yourself. So Bragg also offers affordable space for people looking to start up their own business. How did this come about as part of the services that you offer? It's generally been a progression. It's been a sector that's been thought of that's been needed to for a stepping stone for people. So if they want to start their own business and they're looking for premises... We have premises that are available. It's Brian Robertson Fern that deals with that side of stuff. As you say, me and Gavin are doing the employability side. But we do offer business space. What that is, is dependent on what's needed. So that would be discussed with Brian. And do the two sides of the charity sometimes cross over? So, for instance, somebody looking for work could possibly find employment through one of your startup companies? Personally, for myself, I've not had any clients do that, but I'm quite sure if it was something that was available where if somebody that rents the current space was looking for staff and they said to us, we are looking for a specific person with a skill set of X, Y and Z, we would look at our client base, we would notify them and then 
we would go and speak to them and arrange an interview, basically. So that could happen. Well, thanks very much for coming along today, Trevor and Gavin, and best of luck for the future. Thanks very much. Thanks, Michael, and best of luck with Linton Lane. If you would like to know more about Bragg Enterprises, the website and Facebook links are available on the Linton Lane site. Down the Lane With was presented by Michael McLaren. It was created by Marion McPherson and Michael McLaren and was a Jacket Pocket Media production for the Linton Lane Centre.